What is up there everyone? This is the second part of this two-part video that I'm making, which is about the 25 lessons that I've come to learn over the scores of 25 years that I've been alive. Now, if you just jumped in and you did not watch the first part, just to kind of clarify a, a little bit, uh, the first part is where I share the personal lessons that I've come to learn, uh, the most important ones that had the biggest impact on me. And in this part here, part two, is where I will come to dive into the career lessons that I've come to learn over this course of uh, 25 years that I've been alive. So without any further ado, let's go and dig into the lessons. Patience is, without a doubt, an extremely important thing when you are, uh, let's say, building out a startup. With Inner Picture Stories, my startup, which is an educational platform on life, I just, there's a tremendous amount of patience behind it. Uh, because, you know, the, where I want to take it is still far from where it is today, but I need the patience to every day work towards the top of the mountain. And if you don't have patience, you could start rushing things and actually make bad decisions because you want to increase the process towards the top of the mountain. That never will lead to anything good. And with patience, I don't mean to just, you know, sit down and do nothing all day. That's not what I mean with patience. With patience, I mean working your freaking ass off every day, every week, every weekend, every month, every vacation, every holiday, every year. That's what I've been doing over this course of these last three years. When I started Inner Picture Stories, I've, I've worked my freaking ass off every day. But I still needed patience because it will not come overnight. Nothing just happens overnight, right? You need to take steps every day and that requires patience. While you are climbing a mountain and the top will be the thing that you're trying to reach, right? Uh, whatever you're trying to reach. If you are just only focused on the top alone, while you're walking up, you're just only envisioning what it will be like finally being at the top and then you will finally be happy and have the thing you want. Once you are at the top, you will come to realize that, you know, you will celebrate a little bit, you will be happy that you reached it, it will be awesome. But once you are on the top, after a few days, you will be like, all right, well, what's the next stop that I can reach? And this is the thing, there will always be another mountain top to scale. There will be another top all the time. If you only focus all your life on just reaching the top alone, you will be miserable through your life because 90% what life consists of is the journey towards something. We spend 10% actually just on the top enjoying the view until we come and look for another mountain to scale. Therefore, it's so important because you can start feeling extremely anxious and you know just having stress because you're only just focused on reaching the top after the top after the top, never enjoying the journey towards the top. Put your mind on that and just to be aware of that because that's pretty much all that it takes to fall in love with the process is to just be aware that this is where the actual growth and happiness can be found. 
I once read somewhere that you should not work hard, but that you should work smart. Um, that's just bullshit. Work hard and work smart, not just do one of them alone, because that's in your reality not how you will actually get to something. Because if you really want to get somewhere, you can't just alone work smart, you have to work hard as well, but you have to do it smartly. So therefore, it's important to work hard, and what that means is just getting up every day and doing the work that is needed to be done. While working smart means having a strategy, having a strategy to get towards the goal that you want to go to. This is where before jumping into anything, you first want to sit down and actually create your blueprint on how you can make it out of life. The supreme balance of getting somewhere far in your career is with working hard and doing it smartly. People mostly complain either about money or time. And mostly when you complain about money or time, it means that you're not aware where you're spending it. Productivity is truly a skill that can increase the quality of your personal life, but your career just enormously. And it's therefore also that I have created a productivity course on Udemy. You know, if you are interested in the description, I will actually provide you with a coupon code to give you a massive discount. If you feel that you're more busy than actual productive in your life, that you don't seem to have any time at all, I would invite you actually to check out the course as it goes through so many tools and techniques and it's really practical focused on giving you tools and techniques that you can use just right after the course directly. Uh, and it also actually goes into uh, the action plan, which is a system that I've created, which is sort of a plan that gives me a more clear overview of how I can go to the top of the mountain that I'm climbing. If it's something that sparks your interest, it has received a lot of great reviews. So you don't even have to take it from me that it's good or not. Just check it out. The reviews speak for themselves. With that, therefore, it's so important to master productivity and get better at the skill and to not just merely be busy because that's just being unaware actually of your time. In general, people are quite bad in fact about thinking long-term and mostly go for short-term gains. Creating a shitty course or service or product to gain some quick money in the short-term will come crashing down at you in the long-term. Everything plays out eventually. Short-term thinking is mostly about taking quick shortcuts for some small gains. Long-term thinking is about building something strong and lasting. You know, that takes a lot more effort, takes a lot more patience, takes longer, but it does play out. As all my courses that I've created, I've always created them with quality and putting in the most value that I possibly can. And it takes time, takes a lot of time to create courses like that. But in the long run, like today, now that they're finished, they're, you know, they're paying for that work and it is actually benefiting a lot more people because I've put so much work and value in it. And this also means that when you are building something out, don't spend money on things that you don't need, like a new phone, if you don't need a new phone or a smartwatch or a car when you still have a good car. 
it sure it's nice in the short term because you will feel happy, you got a new phone, you got a new car, you got a new watch, but in the long term, that money could have been invested in your company. And in the long term, you could have actually made more money. If you do something good in the long term, it will always play out. If you are the leader, the SEO, the founder, the manager, everything that goes wrong is your fault. That is what extreme ownership means. It is taking up the responsibility from the position that you have taken. If you have the dignity to call yourself a leader, then be a leader and take extreme ownership. Sure, maybe someone else did the mistake, but it was your mistake to not have informed that person better. And the reason why this is such a powerful lesson and such an important one is because if you're that kind of leader or that kind of boss or that kind of manager who is always putting the blame on, on someone else, you will never get the best work from the people that work together with you because they don't respect you, they don't trust you, they don't actually like you because they can't really talk with you because you're always putting the blame on them for any mistake. Take responsibility and say it was my fault because I didn't inform you well enough. If you actually do that, the people working with you, you will create an incredible amount of respect and that respect will result in better work from them as well and just a bigger kind of love and trust from everyone working together with you. Don't become a slave of your own creation. This is something actually that happens to a lot of, of people when creating a, a company, a business or a startup or whatever, that they actually become a slave of their, their own creation and that the company cannot live without them. And the book Build to Sell is honestly one of the best books that kind of brings that idea of why it's so important to create a company that can stand on its two legs and to show you just why it's important and how to do it as well. Uh, so that's a really recommended book, which is down below in the description. It's really important before creating something, you could do it as well when you created already something, right? It just takes a little bit more effort to create it that it can stand on its two own legs, that you can in the end also remove yourself and that the business or the company can still work without you. Because if it isn't, then you are literally a slave of your own creation. I'm a perfectionist by heart. I always try to do my absolute best with the things that I create, which, you know, in general have resulted in really good things. The thing is that you can't create perfection. You just simply can't. I would encourage anyone who is an artist or a creator to not dwell too much on their mistakes because that could even stop, you know, and it has even for me that I've doubted actually my own work because it was with mistakes and I didn't like it, even though it was more myself than actually other people who didn't like it. Uh, but it has, there has been thoughts that I should just stop creating anything because if you would do that, then you can't make any mistakes, right? But to do that and as a creator, as an artist, as an entrepreneur, as someone who likes to create things, that would just mean not living at all. So I'd rather do my work that is not gonna be completely without any flaws, but at least I'm living. At least I feel like I'm doing something that is of a purpose to me. 
And that's more important than actually having a few mistakes in it here and there, because that's part of life. There will always be mistakes in your work. There will always be mistakes in life just in general. Life is not perfect. It's an imperfect thing. We are imperfect, but that's the beauty of it in the end. As long as you can just see those mistakes as things that you can learn from, things that you can get better from and deliver better work, you know, eventually getting to the point where we can come the closest to perfection we possibly ever can. The moments where you had the biggest triumphs, where you learned the most about yourself, were the moments where you also confronted one of your fears. I would only recommend just anyone to confront their own fears more because it's likely something that you should face because it's something that has been holding you from living your life more deeper and from taking your career even higher. Getting better at the skill of confronting your fears more is honestly a thing that is quite helpful. Um, life is full of fears and it's quite a shame actually because there's a lot of people who don't do a lot of things in the end. You know, they have a lot of potential in, in their life or in their career, but don't really dare to do anything because they're way too scared of fear. And it's so funny in the end because fear is just a feeling. It's just a feeling that you have inside you. Get better at confronting your fears by facing them more. And this is something that helps me a lot when I'm in a moment when, you know, when I'm facing a fear, I say this to myself. In my head, I say, to fear, I push it aside and I say, fear, get out of my way, I got things to do. I, I feel kind of empowered when I say that to myself and when I say that to fear. It's kind of driving that feeling away and accepting it, acknowledging that it's there, but doing it anyway, doing it anyway. I'm kind of giving a punch <laughs> in the face of fear and I'm just going for the target. I'm just going towards the thing that is beyond true fear. Fears, you shouldn't make fear as an enemy. You should actually see it as a, as a beautiful thing because that is where a lot of growth can be found and the biggest triumphs in life will come from as well. Creating a startup, it can be a very lonely journey actually because you're the person with the vision. You are, especially in the beginning, you're the only person mostly working on it unless you have a co-founder, of course. For me, like a lot of my work is done, you know, through my laptop. If you are someone who also works a lot from, you know, their laptop or by themselves, if you don't get the social aspects that you get when you're working in a bigger company, it's really important that you get it from somewhere else. For me personally, like what helps is I volunteer and that's where a beautiful community of people are in, you know, doing sports, as going climbing, doing yoga. There's a lot of great people in there as well that I can talk to and be social. And then of course, and this is a recent thing in the past few months that I've joined, it's called Wi-Fi Tribe and it's co-living and co-working with a group of people. And there's different companies who do this as well. It puts people like like-minded people, it's other digital nomads, other founders, other entrepreneurs together. It's creating this community of people where you can still do your work, but not be alone and 
communicate with more people on the same level. Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> and that's a really important thing. Spend time as well with like-minded people, otherwise it becomes really lonely and I've suffered from that actually, from loneliness, and it's something that a lot of people intrude as well suffer from who work by themselves. And you need to keep things in balance, you know, take care of yourself, keep things in balance in your career as well. So socialize more if you don't get the social connections in your job, then get it through other ways. This is also where a previous lesson that I've shared here in this video. It's about long-term thinking, right? Like you could think like, well, but then I'm, you know, out with other people and I'd rather want to work. But your well-being, if you're not healthy, if you're unhappy because you feel lonely, your quality of work will be not great either. And this is again, long-term thinking. So keep yourself in balance so you are actually happy. When you're happy, you can actually deliver better quality work and in the long run, that will play out. Take advice from people who actually know what they're talking about and not just people who just talk. You will have the scenario of the other part most ha mostly happening that someone is just talking without actually any real experience. Therefore, I think it's also such a ridiculous idea when <laughs> you have these business coaches who never actually have created their own business. Because that to me is just a ridiculous thing. Or life coaches who uh, have not really experienced life. And I'm not saying there aren't good life coaches or great business coaches who didn't create a company or who didn't, you know, who are quite young still. Uh, there, there certainly are, but in general, I would not really go for people who have no actual experience and who just, because that to me just seems that they're just talking. They're just talking. They don't actually know. Today, I take from very few people advice. I only take from people advice where I actually know what they have done, the actual, you know, actions that they have done, the actual experience that they have, not the just talk. because. Anyone can do this. Anyone can just talk. Like after a while, like I don't care what you say. I care what you've done. And then I might care what you say. Um, because I knew in the beginning with photography or creating inner picture stories, you know, the platform that I had in mind, many people were like, oh, that's very hard to do. It's really impossible to become a photographer. There are too many. But those people who said it, they were not photographers. They were just, just people. Just people with no knowledge on it at all. And the people who were talking about the idea of inner picture stories, that, that, that it would take a lot of time and a lot of just in general saying that it was not possible either. And there were also people who never actually builded anything out themselves, never actually knowing the truth. You cannot do something in life without the actual truth. Before just believing anything, before just taking any advice from just anyone, have a little bit of knowledge on who they are and what they've already done. And you can easily find that out by just when they're giving you advice, asking them, so have you done this yourself? And you will catch a lot of people who would just say like, well, no, I've just you know heard this from a friend, from a friend of a friend, or just read it somewhere on the internet. If that's the case, then yeah, maybe just don't listen to them. Uh, there's few people who actually do it. And it's about finding those people who do it and who have the actual experience and to listen to them. Because that's where the actual truth can be found.
Last but not least, this lesson here that I've come to learn over these 25 years is a very obvious one, although it's not really obvious to many people, it appears, but do something that you love. And the reason for that is if you, like for me, work is play. A bad day is a day where I can't work. A good day is a day where I can work all the time. Like that's, a, that's an awesome day. <laughs> uh, but funny enough, there's few people who actually would say the same like for them a good day would be like no work at all doing nothing that like if you love what you do you know if your job is actually your passion if you have deep love for it then of course you want to do it even in your free time where you're not supposed to work or you know um, because it is what you love. It is something that you care about. It's something that you would have done anyway. Marrying your passion with your work is the ultimate combination for living a very satisfying and happy life. It's definitely not been the easiest thing to build something up my own because it takes time to build something up, right? It's not just, you don't just build something up and you get a monthly loan every month with the same number you build that credibly up to more and more. That takes time and a lot of work. Therefore, the importance of working every day, just your freaking face off, because it's needed if you don't want to take 20 years or so over the fact to actually have a make a living from it. You need to work. You need to work to actually build your income up. If you have a certain love for something, you don't mind putting in the extra hours. You don't mind doing it forever because you love it. If you do a job just for the money alone and not really because you care about the job, you know, a burnout is something that could happen from that or just generally not being, you know, challenged in life. And with that, life can become pretty boring and and you could feel pretty unhappy. Like I would never see myself go on retirement. I think it's a ridiculous idea. Like why would I want to do that? I don't want to go on retirement. I want to keep working forever. That's the thing that you should actually feel. A lot of people work for retirement so then they can actually do what they've always wanted to do. So wait, when you're 65 or whatever age it will be then, then you can finally do what you want to do? That's ridiculous because you, you're old. Like you can't do the same things anymore that you can do now. You just don't can. Like, and this is where it's like, get it right, everything. You know, it might take more work to, to do your thing. If you just put in the work, have the patience, you know, then you can, you can make your passion into your job. It's mostly not that people can't, it's mostly that people just don't put the work in and don't have the patience to let it evolve and develop towards something where they actually can make a living from it. And when you get to the point that you actually earn money with it and actually make a living from it, it's the most incredible feeling ever. Therefore, do something that you love. Great, so that is with this, uh, the 25 lessons that I've learned over these 25 years that I've been alive. If you have not watched the other part, that's where I share the other lessons, which all together results in these 25 lessons now. If you like these videos, then put a thumbs up and click on the subscribe button because there will be many more videos to come very soon. Thank you for watching and I'll see you on the next video.